yeah, what's up everybody, what's up, what it is, what it is Welcome to the Coffee Black Show This is your host, R-E-G-G-I-E And I be on this M-I-C How is everybody doing? Is everybody doing alright? Is everybody doing okay? Are y'all having fun? Y'all enjoying yourselves? That's good, that's good because We got a show for you today, people. We got a show for you today. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about the news that I was uh, alluding to yesterday with the podcast show. And um, it's a doozy for me, y'all. It may not be for you, but it's a doozy for me. Yeah. I'm I'm bugging out. I'm tripping out on this one. Also, I'm going to be talking about a procedure that I'm going to have to have in the upcoming weeks and I'm kind of looking forward to it but the process before the procedure is uh, bugging me out you know so um, stick around that is what's coming up today on the podcast on the show so, um, man, yeah. Y'all sit back and have a good one. Grab you a cup of black coffee and sip, sip, sip. While I uh, tell you what's on my mind and what I'm going through, okay? Let's get the show started. What's up, folks? Welcome to the Coffee Black Show. This is your host, R-E-G-G-I-E, and I be on this. What am I see? Let me adjust this mic. How is everybody doing? Is everybody doing all right? Is everybody doing okay? Hey, man, here we go. Here we go. I had a, I had a, I had a very interesting week last week. Um, last week, my daughter was in town for spring break. And <laughs> oh, people, 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 let me tell you, fathers of daughters out there, are y'all ready? I don't think y'all ready, man. I truly don't think y'all are ready for your baby girls to grow up. I know I wasn't. I mean, she's my only daughter. You know, she is my only daughter. So we got that. We got a very special bond. We got that tight bond. That's my baby girl. It's like that. when It's like this. When the, the, the women in my life. Okay. There is my mother. There is my wife. There's my daughter and then my sisters. But then my 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 second oldest sister, I has I have to put up there with my mother because she's like my mother. She 
raised me like the second half of my life. You know, in other words, um, because I I live with my mom. I live with my mom all the way until I was like 15 years old. Then I moved in with my sister. Okay. Um, um, the reason why I moved in with my sister was for the experience to, to, to experience life in a bigger city because I grew, I grew up, I was born and raised down here, you know, in Wicktown, Brunswick, Georgia. And when I hit 15, I had been going up to visit my sister every, like every summer and every other Christmas or whatever. And I've been going, uh, I've been hitting Atlanta ever since I was seven. So by the time I hit 15 and, and I wanted to move up there, I made that transition, moved to Atlanta. And, and, and that move helped me a lot because I grew. I had to grow. I had to get out of this environment. I felt like I had to get out of this environment to in order to grow because and also to experience something different. All of my friends I had in high school or whatever, we went from middle school. We went from grade school to middle school to high school. The city was only so big, people. We got two high, two high schools in the city, right? We got like three or four. We had like three or four middle schools, and then we had like four or five grade schools. So, if I didn't meet you in grade school, I met you in high school because the grade schools, about three of them or two or three of them, ended up coming to the same middle school because they were in the same area. And then the two middle schools that was in the same area ended up going to the same high school. So, you know, anyway. So I needed that experience. I had to get up out of here. So I, I left. And that and she became like my mom because she, she helped raise me. And matter of fact, even when I was a little baby, I always was... was um, drawn to her like a magnet you know like a magnet to steel she was like if it wasn't my mother it was it was her it was my sister sister sandra that's that's my that's my mom that's my second mom okay but anyway my baby girl man let me get to the news my baby girl my baby girl hit us with some news like a week or two before she was coming down for spring break she posted she sent the picture to my phone and her mom's phone. She text message. She sent the text message and the t-shirt says, I have a boyfriend. I ain't paying nothing. I ain't paying no attention. I'm looking at it like it's a t-shirt. So what? You know, it's a t-shirt. But my wife, on the other hand, was like, eh. So then she asked the question, who is he? And I'm like, she ain't got, she ain't got no boyfriend. She just bought the t-shirt, whatever, you know. I mean, it's a t-shirt. People buy t-shirts for no good, apparent good reason, just to buy a t-shirt. Oh, it may look nice. Oh, I like the color. Oh, it says something that's cool. Whatever. I, I don't pay that no attention. So, she gets here. 
She has a boyfriend, y'all. That's the big news. My daughter has a boyfriend. My daughter has a boyfriend. My daughter has a boyfriend. I'm bugging out. I'm freaking out. My daughter has a boy. My daughter has a boyfriend. Now, mind you, she's a young lady. Cool. And my wife can't believe how calm, how somewhat calm I am about the whole situation. Now, this situation kind of reminds me of the Cosby show. And I'm going to break that down to you in a minute. But let me tell you. Um, so my daughter has a boyfriend. And and here's the thing. I thought that maybe he lived there where she is. No, he lives here. So they've been talking all this time, you know. And she met him a while back, a long while back. So they've been conversing and all this stuff. I still, you know, I still haven't really heard the story of how they met, but um, she won't. She she. Let me explain something to you. See, every time she showed interest in a guy, oh, I was the hammer. You know what I'm saying? I was the hammer. I drilled her. I drilled her and I drilled her. And I'm like, you know, um, she got kind of got. Um, that's one reason why she was kind of afraid to tell to tell us. Because of the way I grilled her and drilled her about the boys that she talked to. She goes, every time I show an interest in, in the guy, dad, you always you just you just make me feel so like I but hold on hold on and then I had to explain you're my baby girl you're my only daughter and you don't understand about this dating thing these there's some nuts out here there are crazy people out here and if something happened to you I need to know I need to have information because I'm not going to leave it up to the police. I'm going to I'm not going to leave it up to anybody to find you but me. If this knucklehead dude you call yourself like it is a nutcase, I'm going to need to I'm see I need to I need to be prepared on how to handle situations. If you got a nutcase of a of a boyfriend now here's the thing i know i raised you correctly i know i raised me and your mom we did uh, i think we did a beautiful job raising you and we know you have a good head on your shoulder but that doesn't mean anything when it comes to dating because these knuckleheads out here are crazy and if one of them want to get crazy daddy can get crazy Daddy will, I will, I will destroy heaven and earth to find you. If this knucklehead wants to get crazy and wants to, and if he wants to get crazy when y'all break up or whatever, cause see, let me tell you guys something. I have a cousin now that is rest her soul is dead because of, a, of her, her, husband at the time 
and this mm, this um, person worked for the local police department and he got away with basically murder he killed my cousin he killed my cousin and 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 me and my family we're not really that close but still that's my family and you do something to my family i just i'm just going to say fuck it and throw it in the wind and i'm going i'm whatever whatever happens happens whatever happens you brought it on yourself and 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 in the end if i have to end up in jail or lose my life so be it you're not gonna that's my family see that's i hate i i i've grown people i thank god every day for changing my heart and changing me but i still have that 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 um that mean evil cruel person deep inside me but i keep them buried I have to in order to survive in this world because if not but see that's what I'm saying my baby girl don't understand that she don't understand that I give the same speech to my sons if they want to listen and and I heave to my warnings then cool if not you go out there. See, my sons, I have to, I have to, I have to just let them, you know, go and make mistakes on their own. I'll be there. Because it's, I, my, see, my daughter goes, it's, it's, that's double standard, but I, under, you don't understand. You don't understand. I know how difficult it is out here for women period and to be my baby girl oh my goodness but see my daughter does so she 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 wanted to keep everything a secret right but now let me tell you now let me tell you how it reminds me of the cosby show all right there was an episode of the cosby show when vanessa went off to college and she brought back she came back home for a holiday or something and she brought her boyfriend Dabness Bricky. Dabness Bricky. What a name. <laughs> Most of you old old heads around my age or a few few years younger, y'all may remember that episode. Where she brought Dabness and Dabness thought that that um Cliff didn't like him. And Cliff had to explain to him it was the way you were presented and that's how it is with my baby girl and the guys that she like it's the way you present them to me see cliff said cliff sat dabness down and said um you know he he he, he used him as a metaphor he used him you know as a he used a stake as a metaphor for him he was like um you like steak? And Dabner's was like, yeah, yeah. Nice big porterhouse. And uh, would you like, what'd you like with it? Uh, potatoes, you know? Nice, big, thick, juicy potato. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And um, 
okay, what if I gave you that for dinner? And he was like, okay, cool. But what if I gave it to you on a garbage can lid? Yeah, that's, and that's how the, the, the guys that my baby girl is interested in are presented to me like that. I never, you know, um, never, to tell you the truth, the guys she, she likes, the guys that she have liked in the past, I've never really met them. And I keep breaking it down to her. Here is the thing. You like this dude. This dude want to date you. This dude going to have to come and meet me. If he don't come and meet me, you, can, you might as well forget about it. And I'm not going out of my way to to uh, try, try to meet this guy when all he can do is come and knock on the door. And say, hey, um, Mr. Reggie, uh, I'm so-and-so, and I like your daughter, and I want to, you know, go out on a date with her, take her to the movies, take her out to eat, you know, stuff like that. Call me old-fashioned, call me whatever. But I need to lay eyes on this dude, okay? Because, number one, here's the thing. There's a street code, right? Game recognized game. In other words, if you full of crap, I can recognize that because back in the day, I used to be full of crap and I, I know the game. If you for real, then I know you for real. See, I game recognized game. And basically, that's all. That's all what it is. That's all it is. All I want to do is meet the dude, talk to the dude, find out what the dude is about. Instead of just say, "Oh, okay, well, you know, have fun, go meet." Cause if dude ain't no good, I can tell you he's no good. But see, that's the thing, my daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's my baby girl. And that and that's what I've been dealing with this past week, man. But um it's funny, it's funny because because um anyway. I I'm I'm still a little, you know, a little perturbed about it, but uh it's going to work out. It's going to work out cuz um here, <laughs> here's the thing. Her cousin, her cousin, my my cousin has uh, kind of joined in, and we, she's like, um, "Where does he live? Where does he work?" And all that. She she broke it down and was asking questions. Cause see, again, these young kids don't understand when it comes to dating. Don't understand when it comes to dating. Oh, oh, here's another little thing. He's a little older than she is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but um, I did have the conversation with her. Not the sex thing. That Her mother talked about that years ago and still reiterate every now and then. But 
um, I, my talk with her was about staying focused. Don't let this guy come into your life and mess up your goals. Stay focused. And she was like, oh, that's not going to happen. She, see, like I said, we, we raised her pretty well. So, yeah. So, um, and that's, that's a trip. That's a trip. But hold on. Hold on, people. I got another little um, something I'm dealing with. And I'll be right back to talk about it, all right? Right after this message. caught yesterday's episode of the coffee black show i was talking about some of the things that um that i've been going through um and i just got through talking about my baby girl and and this past week what i've been going through with her well people my medical condition man um i'm trying to prepare myself for this uh liquid diet that um that I'm gonna have to partake and that is coming up next month and the reason why is I gotta go and have this procedure done and the procedure is a colonoscopy that's right I said nothing was going up my donkey shoot nothing ain't never going up my donkey shoot that's right, nothing. <laughs> well, they gotta go up there and cut out some pilots. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, um, I'm trying to prepare myself, man. See, here's the thing, man. It's a mental thing and it's a physical thing. I gotta prepare myself mentally and physically. And you know what? Right now, I wanna apologize. I want to apologize to every woman <laughs> that um, that I slept with. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I know y'all had to prepare mentally and physically for this stuff, man. It's just <laughs> oh my goodness, man. I gotta go get a colonoscopy no 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 I don't want to I don't want to 
it did okay here's the thing i'm kind of excited for not for i'm (laughs) pause let me let me let me clarify that i'm kind (laughs) excited to go get the polyps cut out um i'm not excited about um the liquid diet Then again, I am kind of excited for the liquid diet because um, I want I want you know what? It's something I'm, I'm going to go through and it's something I want to go through to see if I could go through it. That, But I know I am because I got to. But I want to see what my body is going to go through. And if I can handle it pretty well, I may be doing that. A couple of months out of the year a month or two out of the year um not straight but like the first half of the year and then last half of the year for a couple of days go on a liquid diet you know um but here's the thing i can't have any nut-based products i can't have any um dairy i can't have like i love beet juice i can't have beet juice Two days before the procedure, I can't have any beet juice. I can't have any, um, any juice with color. Everything has to be clear. You know, I can have like apple juice. I can't have pineapple juice, but I can have apple juice. Huh? This is going to be difficult. I can't have my almond milk. Huh? This is going to be difficult. I can't have my coconut milk or cashew milk. Uh, this is going to be difficult. Now, um, I can have broth. Uh, this going to be extra difficult. I can't have any solids whatsoever. Uh, this is going to be difficult. I can't have egg drop soup. Uh, this, this is going to be difficult. I can only have broth. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Just sitting here thinking about it. I was prepared. Now I got to re-prepare myself because sitting here thinking about it and talking about the stuff I can and cannot have is really, uh, this going to be difficult. <laughs> oh my goodness. I can have Jello. But I can't have grape or um, cherry or strawberry or strawberry banana. This, oh my goodness, man. What what can I have? Uh, I found, here's the thing. I found a protein drink that is plant-based. But I'm afraid, I got to call them up. But I'm afraid that they're going to say, I can't have that either. If I can't have that, man, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I'm going to crawl up. I'm going to crawl up and curl up into the fetal position and cry like a freaking baby for two whole days. Two whole days. Two days before the procedure. Oh, and here's the, here's the fun thing, people. Here's the most exciting thing. I don't know what time I got to go. No, all I know is I got to go on April the 10th. 
which reminds me, um, I got a call later today to pre-register. I got to pre-register. Then April the 10th, I have to go, but I don't know what time I have to go. I hope they give me the procedure early in the morning. I don't want it late in the evening, late in the afternoon or whatever. I hope it's early in the morning. <coughs> and here's the thing. I'm going to be out. I don't know if I'm allergic to, um, um, I don't know, uh, how the, uh, the anesthesia is going to affect me, man. Look, I've only had one operation in my entire life and that was for my, that was for my appendectomy, which I don't think they removed my appendix. I really don't. Um, here's the thing. My appendix was really unique. It, um, from what I understood, when you have sex or whatever, your appendix bend and it kind of curls like a C, but after you relax and everything, it pops back out. Mine curls and stayed. But because of that, um, and they found this early when I was like 16, 17 years old because I was having an appendix problem and it wasn't the normal appendix problem, which, which, yeah. I could get a gas bubble stuck in that sucker and it would um, bend and would not pop back into place, which is weird. So, um, and that was the only procedure I had, but they put me out. But I remember, and here's the thing. Here's the thing, people. I do recall, I can recall being asleep on the table and I can also recall the conversations the doctors were having while operating on me. I can recall the conversation that the um, recovery nurse had. And, and here's the thing. Y'all check this out. The recovery nurse was this young lady that, I, that had a crush on me that I kind of liked back in high school. But I was black and she was white. And her mother did not want us to be friends and I truly recall her saying while I was out that for me to stay away from her daughter I remember that now I've talked to doctors and stuff since then and they was like oh and I asked them questions about um you know being out you know and they was like, oh, sometimes you may, you may not, and this, this, and that, and this, this, and that. And I've told people before, and they was like, oh, you, you conjured that up or whatever. But no, I do remember her saying, stay away from my daughter. I remember that. But yeah, man, um, I remember. I remember, yeah. Because right after that, Right after that, I remember her slapping me in the face to wake me up. You know, come on, come on, Reg, Reggie, wake up, wake up. I, I remember that. But yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's something. But anyway, man, ah, here we go. Procedure, procedure, procedure. We gonna have to have this procedure done. And I wanna 
ask. I know I don't want to ask. I just want to remind everybody to go and get a cold. Uh, 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 go and get checked, man. This is a silent killer. Like I said before, you could be feeling fine up until the day you die. It will sneak up on you and it doesn't care if you're black, white, Chinese, Mexican. It doesn't matter. It doesn't care. It will sneak up on you. You could be male or female. It doesn't matter. Get yourself checked. And, and I'm, I'm asking this. Please. Please, please. And especially... And I found out um, black males and Hispanic males have a higher death rate from this than any other race. So, my brothers, please go out there. Get checked. Get checked. Please. I, I, I beg you. Because I want y'all to be around, man. Here's the thing. I don't care if you're my worst enemy. I still want you to go get checked. To be around so you can continue to hate on me. Because the more you hate on me, the more I grow. <laughs> Narcissistic am I? Yes, I am. I, I want you to. I mean, come on. Life won't be no fun if you wasn't hating on me. You know what I'm saying? So go get yourself checked so you can be alive to continue to hate on me. So we can keep keep this thing going. You know what I'm saying? I, I, go get yourself checked, all right? Peace. Ooh, I'm gonna tell mama. Tell mama what? You been listening to the Coffee Black Show. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Why you say that? Because you got a smile on your face. Well, well, well. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's time for me to G-O. Uh-huh, yeah, I will holler later, yeah, like next Monday, so be sure to tune in next Monday for the Coffee Black Show, this is your host, the man who is about to go and make him some toast, and throw some apple butter up on there, it is me, people, R-E-G on the M-I-C. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. I will see you next week. If it's God's will, love, peace, and chicken grease. I'll be out this piece. Out, out, out. Later. Have a good week, y'all.